Ernest, what's up? Look, in the world of personal finance management, finding the right tool is crucial. If you've been relying on Mint to keep your personal finances in check, I got a mix of news for you. Mint is closing down. But here's a silver lining. Monarch Money is stepping up as the go-to financial app and users, including myself, are making the switch with a smile. Before Monarch, juggling my finances felt like navigating a stormy sea. Other apps either lacked features or were too cumbersome. Then came Monarch Money. Its ease of use, powerful features, and sleek design turned financial management from a chore into a breeze. The constant updates, well, that's the cherry on top. But what truly set it apart for me was its collaboration feature. Money matters constrain relationships, but Monarch brings peace to the table. The app's collaboration tools allowed my partner and I to seamlessly manage our finances together. We aligned on our budgets, tracked our cash flow, and even planned our future goals all in one place. Speaking of goals, be it saving for a down payment, your dream vacation, or your children's education, Monarch simplifies it all. It's no wonder the Wall Street Journal hailed it as the best budgeting app. This isn't just an app. It's the next generation of personal finance management, ad-free, intuitive, and always evolving with you in mind. Now look, Monarch isn't just another app. It's the all-in-one solution. From effortlessly importing your data from Mint to customizing your dashboard to your heart's content, Monarch respects your privacy with a strict no-ads, no-data-selling policy. This is financial management as it should be, focused on you. Look, after trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's a top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash Mondays. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash Mondays for your extended 30-day free trial. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. All right, guys. Welcome back. Yeah, hey, roll show. <laughs> we are in London. London. Reporting live from London. Um, me and Troy got in today. Ian comes in a little later. Um, but first and foremost, shout out to all of the good folks of the UK. Um, getting a lot of good love and positive energy already. Um, even though you know we just got here. A little tired, a little jet lag. What's that? What's that? What's that? The show must go on. <laughs> the show must go on for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We visited uh we visited the, the Queen's Palace today. Yes. Uh, you know, they denied us entry. Um, <laughs> but then, you know, there's there's always a second chance to make a first impression. Yeah, shout out to <laughs> Buckingham Palace. Shout out to my boy 19 Keys. He ended up on the same flight. I didn't even know he was gonna be on that flight. He's out here with his team. Um, so yeah, it's going to be good vibes Thursday, London, pull up on us early though. Please come early. Get there early. Highly suggested. I'm getting there before the doors open so y'all can come. Highly suggested that you get there early. And Dunlap will be in the building. Yes, we will be in the building. 19 Keys will be in the building, MG on Mortgage. It's going to be a movie, man. Just get there early, please. Get there early. So, um, yeah, yeah, not too much to really talk about that because 
is already going to be a guaranteed movie. Um, but anybody that's in London, if you got any suggestions for us, anybody that we should interview while we out here, anybody that we should connect with, feel free to hit us up, let us know. You know, we definitely trying to shoot some content out here, definitely trying to link with as many good people as possible. So yeah, man, let us know, let us know, hit us up in the comments, shoot us an email, shoot us a DM, um, let us know what's going on out here. Yeah, yeah, I've been working on my accent, so. In the UK. Yeah, teach me some slang. I can't say bro yeah, all, all week. Nah, nah, <laughs> I, I, I've been watched uh, Top Boy, uh, Top so. Mm. You know, I'm ready to hit these streets, man. Anywhere we gotta go, we gonna be able to get in there, no problem. I got the sling. Yeah. <laughs> so the show must go on. We are five hours ahead of New York right now, but the show must go on. Stock market was closed today, mm -hmm. but Market Monday is open. Yeah. There's a lot to talk about in the stock market, a lot of fear, a lot of anxiety, a lot of people are a little nervous. So we got we got a jam-packed show tonight. But before we start, just some quick announcement, UIL. Tomorrow, since we are overseas, it's only right that we do an international episode. We've been holding this for a long time. Shout out to the legend himself, Bounty Killer. Jamaicans live up your nines. Bounty Killer. <laughs> we, we've been holding that for a while. For a long time. Yes. I don't but know like, how you do it. <laughs> but like it'd be a perfect episode to drop. Um, so shout out to Bounty Killer. Shout out to everybody in Jamaica. We shot that in Jamaica. Shout out to Screechies. Yeah, shout out to Hellshire Beach. Um, so that's gonna be dope. Very interesting conversation where he talked about the country of Jamaica, politics, its history with uh, the fear, the CIA Bob Marley coming in and influencing things and um, the communists. Mm -hmm. He talked about Bob Marley and the reason why he was persecuted. Mm -hmm. Very deep, yeah. very deep. Uh, intellectual conversation about the history of Jamaica, yeah. the current state of Jamaica, mm -hmm. of course, the music business. Um, I think that's going to surprise some people. Yeah. His music conversation, the in-depth conversation he had about that, and people probably kind of glossed over it and looked over it, but his international success is something that we can't discount, and he, he drops a lot of gems. Um, so it's, it's one of those dope ones. It, it was just good to be in Jamaica and be around that type of royalty, so. Yeah, you would appreciate the um, the CIA conversation, Ian. He was talking oh, about- no, we're not. No, we're not. What are you referring to? CAA? CIAA? CIAA. Shout out to CIAA. I've learned. We'll not deplatform us. Ryan Toys reviews. Ryan Toys reviews. I like that. Super mainstream. Yep. Yes. So shout out to Shout out to And then Wednesday, we have open enrollment. And that's my boy, Julian. Gordon, the legend himself, his episode was a really big episode for us, so we're gonna follow up with a live question and answer and step-by-step -step of how to invest in multi-home investing, how to invest in multi-home real estate. Um, a lot of people have questions and you know that episode was very big. Julian, somewhat of a controversial person with some of his views, so. Great marketer. Yo, yeah. yeah. Listen, Julian's a beautiful mind. Yeah. Like I feel no way about saying that, he's a beautiful mind. After we did that episode, he actually, we actually sat down and spoke for four hours about life, relationships, fatherhood, investing. It was, this This guy's just brilliant. Like just one of the most brilliant people you'll ever meet. And so we have the pleasure of having him back again. So it's gonna be, it's gonna be an eventful situation. Yeah, so that's Wednesday at eight o'clock Eastern Standard Time on our YouTube channel. So action-packed weekend. Don't forget, follow our TikTok page, EYL University. <laughs> follow our TikTok page. And follow EYL University on YouTube. Also, we have clips from 
EYL University classes on YouTube, and we'll be doing more content on YouTube for EYL University. Um, yeah. That is it. Yeah, yeah. So Ernest, also not Ernest. familiar with my bad, Trevor. Right? No, I was going to say, Ernest, Red Panda family, uh, we want to let y'all know about a great choice. If you're looking to bank or invest, Ally is a leading fi digital financial service company with passionate customer service, innovative financial solutions, and are relentlessly focused on doing it right for both customers and our communities. Get with Ally so that you can save, invest, and spend on the things that matter most to you. For everything we need, we're all better off with an ally. Shout out to Ally. We did the event on Thursday with Jack Howard. Yeah. That was fun. Was um, my parents were paying attention to that. They said, Troy, you, we didn't teach you anything about financial literacy. I'm like, yeah, remember you got me the credit card? That was it. That was it. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, shout out to the ally team. Shout out to ally. What were you about to say, Ian? Before I get to announcements, can you tell Julian's uh, incredible line that oh. if people aren't familiar? Yeah, homeless. Yeah, well, basically at Invest Fest, you know, that was one of the the the, the highlights of Invest Fest. It was uh, a packed room, thousands of people there, and he um he said anybody that's renting stand up. So you know, it was probably like at least a thousand people, maybe two thousand people that stood up, and he, he said something to the effect of like, um, you're homeless, pretty much saying like if if you don't if you're not a homeowner, then you're homeless, and that was something that very controversial. Very, very, very controversial. Very controversial. So, <laughs> Listen, man, I, I don't know who was supposed to be on Hobie Baby, but I know after they heard Jay Verse, they was like, mm -mm. everybody's been trying to get a line like that. Julian, <laughs> it's so hard. He has one of the hardest lines of marketing I've ever heard. Yeah. I think people like clapped too. They were like halfway confused. They didn't really know what was going on. And they thought about it when they sat down, like, wait, did he just call me on? Yeah, I mean, technically, I, technically, I think it's a play, it's obviously a play on the word. He's a very intelligent person, so he knows what he he went to Stanford Business School. Yeah, uh, he's really. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. Um, he knows what he's doing. And technically, I, I I guess he is true by that. As far as if you don't own a home, you're homeless. Um, but sometimes hot takes are important to start a conversation. Mm -hmm. And he's outside of just the hot takes. He actually is extremely knowledgeable about what he does with the multifamily real estate and stuff. Your like mainstream game is Steph Curry last night. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on the yeah, boat with you. Man. Shout no out dream to I. <laughs> that was different. Shout bro. out to LeBron too. Yeah. And, and shout out to Michael Jordan, who was, we'll talk about that later on, but yeah, talk about competitive, that later. competitive spirit. Yeah. You ready, to, ready to go one-on-one -on -one with Magic Johnson. Yeah, Bron, that was, it was interesting. Bron, that was, he said that over the 19 year career, he's, had little to no interaction with Michael Jordan. Yeah, Michael, is, Michael never really, no, Mike's, Mike is Mike, man. Mike is Mike. That's very interesting. That's Mike's true. La so last night when he saw him, he was like, I had to go talk to him because we haven't had too many interactions. I guess being great it comes with, with costs. That's a fact. <laughs> Stay out my way. <laughs> Stay out my way. Goodness. Before Ian does the announcement, can you do the disclaimer? Yeah, check this out. So y'all know how this works. Do your own research. Our content is intended to be used and must be used for informational purposes only. It's very important that you do your own analysis before making any investment based on your own personal circumstances. You should take independent financial advice from a professional in connection with or independently research and verify any information that you find on our show and wish to rely upon for the purpose of making an investment decision or otherwise. This is a good word brought to you by the good brothers from Earn Your Leisure and the good brother Ian Dunlap, the Mats Investment. So continue, continue on doing your own research and applying your research too. And anybody that's new, do your research and then call a friend and do research together, man. It's a cooperative game, this investment thing. That's okay. Uh, Ian, the floor is yours. Um, if you guys want the easiest way to invest into the market, uh, Rashad can drop the link for a stock club. Uh, if you guys want me to drop the Dream Team trading room in April, please put yes in chat. 
Uh, on March 5th, we will have the Red Panda trade-in draft on March 5th. So for those of you that get selected, you'll be able to trade in the fund with us. Um, no Stock Club call tonight, but Stock Club members will have a video out by 9.30 our time. Got to finish packing so I can get across <laughs> the pond. And uh, do not copy, remix, reproduce my material so my lawyers don't have to do their, their lawyer thing. Love you guys so much. Let's have an amazing show. I'm being super mainstream. I'm going Frank. <laughs> Today's show. <laughs> Shout, Shout out to Frank. Frank. Shout out to Frank. Shout out to Frank. All right, so let's get into this. This is the conversation that everybody wants to have. Um, stock market. Stock market yep. is not doing well. And I, it was interesting. I actually looked at the NASDAQ for the last, like going back 12 months, and it's actually negative. From like 12 months from today, um, the NASDAQ is actually ne negative. The S&P and the Dow Jones is up, but the NASDAQ is actually negative for the year, mm -hmm. for the last 12, 12 months. Um, so how long will this downturn, in your opinion, how long will this downturn in the, in the market last? Yeah, I'm looking at one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. So we've been negative in the last nine weeks. Um, truth be told, it's going to last 18 to 24 months. It'll let up some in October. Uh, but between the Russia stuff, I know Biden's going to sit down with Putin if he agrees not to attack the Ukraine. That's political gesturing. Um, for those who don't know, Putin is a power player in that scenario. He is uh, uh, Tommy and Kanan in one, right? Um, so between that, hyperinflation, let's, I mean, if we can just be very honest, between when the gig economy started, and they started pushing people away from full-time jobs. And some of you have even told me like, hey, they're offering me 38.5 hours just so they won't give me any benefits. Those are signs that the economy is starting to crack. And then the rise of crypto was another sign. We have another two years to go through this. We need better leadership. Um, on the venture side and the angel side, those deals are slowing down. And I'm going to be honest, for those of you who listen that are in venture capital, you guys need to start funding some better companies. How many more apps do we need to communicate with people do we need? That is a remix of a remix, right? Like, um, so I think if we have more innovation on the funding side and build companies that actually have real value, this problem can be thwarted. But yeah, it's going to be here for another 18 to 24 months, and then we'll be good. So, okay. I was going to say, so, I mean, if, and I'm glad you said that because last 12 months ago, it was like, the Nasdaq was at its peak, right? It it peaked in, in February, and we saw a huge pullback. I know for sure. I was in um uh semi the Taiwan Semiconductor, and I was like, oh my gosh, I got it in the wrong time. I lost my discipline, and then we saw a huge pullback in February. We saw it in March, May. We saw another pullback, and then around June, we saw all right, there was some some uptick. So, Ian, you're saying October because of what? Why is why is October the month that we might see uh, some positive um, returns? Part of it's proprietary, part of it's crystal ball, but um, when a buying cycle and then going into the fourth quarter, the buying is going to pick up because the funds aren't going to, I mean, if it's rough all this year, you're not going to call your client, Rashad, you know this, you're not going to call your clients around Christmas and be like, yo, I just lost all year. <laughs> They're going to hit them with the Donald Trump. Trump may come back. We'll talk about the app, but <laughs> Big T, he, he may make a run, but you, <laughs> they're going to have to put some, some wings on the board. Um, in October, they're buying a pickup and they'll find a way to inflate. And I'll say for everyone investing, please write this down. Make sure that your strategy and investing will work in every single market. Mm. Up market, down market, choppy, sideways, 
And when I've told you guys, hey, two tech, two index, and add future so you can short and you can offset the loss. That's why I was screaming at Ed Invest Fest. I was like, hey, I gave you guys a blueprint. Market Monday's live in New York at Apollo. Gave you the blueprint. Told you it was coming. I think in October of last year, I told everyone, hey, the storm is coming. People are like, oh, you don't know. I'm like, you're right. I don't know. But here we are. And I want to help guide you through it. So as far as, so, so if you say it's, it's going to be a choppy 24 months, are you, do you think that it will be a negative year? No, what we'll end up, I mean, we'll end up in a positive, like they'll find a way to, to cheat and get some wins. Um, but what I really think the, the bigger issue is we don't have great leadership in office. I don't think Biden's a bad person and I'll ask everyone in chat and I'll ask you guys as well. What has Biden done? And then what initiative has Kamala Harris pushed? I have no grievance with them. Shout out to Charlemagne. Like, thank you guys for the cup. I'm not attacking the queen, right? <laughs> I don't know what they've done. And I read every day. Like, I can't name four good things that they've done. And then when you start to see, like, the political spin come out, they funded $300 million in crack pipe, which was not true. But it's like, you have done so little that that almost seems believable. Not good. It's not good. Biden needs to get more points on the board to have a chance to win. But in Democrats, in this midterm, you're going to, uh, what, what Brock say, a couple of, shellacked, whew, big butt kicking, mainstream, I'm learning, big butt kicking coming midterms. So you think that it, it will be modest return, a, a positive return for the year, but modest. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll say top of, top of the year, I think 6%, probably 6 to 7%. Six to seven percent for the stock market yeah. this year. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anything you want to add to this? Yeah, I, I, I mean, I was just reading the, you know, the the stock market almanac, and so based on how January usually trends, the year usually follows, especially in the Nasdaq. And so I, I'm hopeful um, that that it doesn't trend that way. We obviously we had a, a, a huge pullback in January, February we saw some gains, and obviously you know the, the month will probably end on a downturn. Uh, depending on how the next couple of days go. So we'll see. We'll see. Mark could be solid because funds buy in March as well. And But also, too, uh, we talked about it before. And when Ben was on the first time, I think um, the higher the gain that you get, the more volatility you're going to get. Mm -hmm. So, like, them amazing games when Westbrook put up 30, 10, and 10, you got to take the games with 14 turnovers. It's a part of it. Like, you have to, please, like, you guys have to pick either you want Tim Duncan safety or you want crazy Kobe, crazy LeBron, Westbrook action, Gilbert Arenas. You got to pick. There's no in between. Yeah. I, I You know what? In, in addition to that, I think we need to really, like, change our perspective. Like, 2020 was abnormal, right? It's, it's An anomaly. Right? We could still have 10%, 20% gains and 30% gains, and that's okay. We I don't think, want that. Yeah, it's, 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 it's so interesting. Like, I've... Over the past like month for sure, like I'm like, hey, I'm moving mm -hmm. into this position. I'll send that text out, hey, moving into this position. And it'll be like, hey, yo, look, in two weeks, man, we're up 17%. And it's like, mm -hmm. only 17? Like, like but, but, I, was, I mean, if I was managing a fund and I got you 7%, you'd be happy. But the trade off is, Julian, please write me a line for investing like the one you had at InvestFest. <laughs> but when we get marketed to and we're told to spend all of our money, that's a negative. 100% loss. Even on sale. Goes on sale 50% off. They could have sold it to you for 90% off. Companies trick us into giving all of our money away and then say, hey, plus 17 is not a great game. 
if we want to close the, the wealth gap, like we talked about, we as an army have to invest collectively. So sometimes you're going to have, a, if for any of those who hooped, like you guys ever had a game where you came out, it was like 20 in the first quarter. What happened quarter two or three? At some point, you're going, you're going to cool off. No one is on fire for like four quarters straight, right? Uh-huh. It's just a slowing period. It's really just a slowing period. Shotty, like, no, I, I got 20 every quarter. I'm not playing. <laughs> so you like, you may not be able to get 20. <laughs> what would you say to people that might be newer or just in general, might not even be newer, like should that are concerned about investing? Should they still be, should they still be investing during this time? Should they be having money on the sidelines during this time? What should they be doing? Never have your money on the side. Um, put your money in the top five companies. This works for any era on earth. Um, you guys know I love two tech, two index for those of you who are new, VOO, Vanguard, VTI. I make no money with them. And that's why I always say it when everyone was going crazy with all the companies that were not of high value. I'm like, listen, when they pull the rug out, it's the finals now. It's all-star game. Like the best players are going to step up to Apple, Microsoft, Google. I know it's not fun to say that over and over again, but the, and look, even if you look at Apple and Microsoft, they barely moved to the downside. Mm-hmm. Last yeah. year, I told you, go look at what the overall drawdown, how much Apple goes down. Those of you that are heavily invested in Apple right now, you're sleeping like a baby. Lucid, Hertz, shout out Leroy. He's dead, he's dead, dead, dead. right? Hertz. No go. And for those of you in crypto as well, you know this, the, the deeper the drawdown, if you look five years out, the multiple on the return is probably 10 to 50x, depending on which one you invest in. You have to hold for the long term. The biggest mistake everyone here can make is not putting your money into these dominant companies and not letting them make money for you. Because if not, you're really just a prostitute for the American economy. I'm not going off on the CIA tangent, don't worry. Firing <laughs> minds want to know what's in the red cup. <laughs> um it is a energy drink no pineapple okay okay no, okay. okay this is the story of the one as head of maintenance at a concert hall he knows the show must always go on that's why he works behind the scenes ensuring every light is working the hvac is humming and his facility shines with Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces plus 24 7 customer support his venue never misses a beat Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. We're just checking. So let's talk about this. Uh, JP Morgan says these 10 stocks will be underperformers. What do you think? DG, Dollar General, MCD, Mickey D's, TGT, Target, Microsoft, Yep, ZM, Zoom, Yep, REGN, General. M-R-N-A. Moderna. Moderna. L-L-Y. Eli Lilly. E-X-C. Uh, Elon, it's Ilion. Keep going, keep going. And I'll type it in. D. Uh, Dominion Energy. Yep. Uh, E-X-C um, is e- Alexon Corporation? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Dollar General, amazing stats, by the way. Dollar General, solid. Um, if we had a recession, Dollar Generals are usually solid. So McDonald's is good. Target is good. Microsoft, amazing. Zoom, tough. Regeneron is solid. Moderna, they're in a tough spot. They're like in between. Um, they're like when an athlete who gets injured and you don't know if they're going to come back and be as strong as they were. Fauci going to have to pull off 
another little finesse here pretty soon uh, to pump them up. Um, Lily solid, but when we go to to the chart on EXC, when I was looking at it, this mm. is a d- disaster. So if you guys look, pull up real quick. And this is why remember last year when I kept telling you guys, hey, if the all time high is not recent, I don't want to touch it. I want everyone to go look at when was their most recent all time high. If you look at the entire history of their stock, it was in two thousand eight, at ninety two bucks and thirteen cent, and it got all the way up to fifty six. And it is on a free fall right now. So it's falling from the 60s down to the 40s in an instant. That's not going to be good. It's not going to be good. I mean, it, in one month, it fell from 57 bucks down to 41.63. So if you were holding it, you had $20,000 in there, $50,000 in there, you would be crying. Um, so be careful. Um, Microsoft would be good. Target would be great. McDonald's would be great. Zoom, I don't like. Lily is solid. If you hold those for a long term, you're great. But EXC don't touch. Um, please don't. And I know it's attractive to buy because there's, there's so much off the highs, but some companies don't recover fast enough. And there's other places where you can put your money to get a better gain. So yeah, I mean, does does it? I mean, it kind of makes sense, right? If you think about Regeneron, uh, Moderna, Eli Lilly, all these you've seen all these rise as COVID. Yeah, the use case. The use case, right? And as we haven't seen, and thank God we haven't seen a new variant since Omicron, obviously there's been a slight drawdown. I mean, hopefully we don't see another one, but I mean, yeah. this makes, it makes sense. Well, let's talk about a few of these. Um, let's talk about the Moderna situation since we own it. Uh, we didn't, we never actually got a chance to speak about this, but the CEO, uh, I think it was two weeks ago, sold a large position of stock. I think it was $400 million or something like that. Um, and then I believe he left Twitter after that. Um, so Moderna is one of these these companies that had a meteoric uh, rise during the pandemic. <laughs> That's the perfect word. Obviously, because you know they were one of the companies that came out with, with a vaccine, and then they um, fell fell pretty bad. Mm. So their highs was in the what four fifty four thirty. I see four forty yeah four forty one. And now they're they're at one. 47? Yep, 145. CEO sold a lot of stock. Um, interesting situation. Corona is still not going any here, anywhere. Uh, it's probably be a thing where, you know, it's a seasonal type of flu situation. So this seems like, you know, a vaccine will be an ongoing business. So how do you feel about Moderna? We're getting into a tricky situation because when, um, three days ago, they put out a report that um, he didn't actually sell 400 million. Now he did delete his account, but when you guys go look at the filings, they're saying that it was a news site that reported that news. So when I tell you guys there's a game inside of a game, I can't prove it. But if there is a hedge fund looking to build a position against them and then Moderna should come down, absolutely. But if you send out news like that, of course, it's going to induce a certain level of fear and people are going to want to get rid of it. And then on Twitter, I hate to say it, everyone's not fact-checking. So the news flew like crazy, right? Um, and as a result, it did tumble down. I think that the real price of Moderna should be should settle around like 175 and then make his way back up. Uh, when it got to 497, it's one of the picks in stock club. Um, I told people like when to start taking some profit off of it. Great run, but anything that goes up really fast tends to come back down. Everything is, if I can be honest, everything is going back to the prices where you should be looking to buy. 
So when everyone last year was just buying anywhere and they're like, I don't want to wait. Everyone around me is making money. I'm like, so is everyone with PPP and all that money's gone, right? So now we get back to a normal market. I think Moderna will be fine. It's not, I wouldn't say that they're top three in that class at all, but they are a good fourth, if you will. Um, I think they'll be fine. They'll recover, but the news definitely did affect them. And to whatever hedge fund put out that news and got that to float out. Job well done. Yeah. Job well done. Yeah, we're, we're starting to see a lot of these these companies, a lot of these stocks go back to pre-pandemic pricing. Mm-hmm. So like, it hasn't got all the way back down to the 60s, but we, we, we've seen it. And it's like, all right, people are still wondering, is this the time? Is this the time? Well, if you were looking in 2020 and like, all right, it's run up pretty high. And then it had that run, obviously, a lot of these companies had a meteoric rise during the pandemic. And they've now come back to the point. But Ian's saying, I, I agree with this. Like, all right they've come to a buy point they've come back to you here's a crazy concept companies that go up really fast that don't have incredible revenue and incredible net profit shouldn't stay at prices higher than microsoft and apple it's not it's like forbes 400 putting us above jay-z because they like us more like 2020 was just a bunch of theatrics and like I said, everyone was chasing profit, hedge funds included. I told you guys about Wall Street bets, even in the crypto space. Um, a lot of people that work in funds are acting as individual retail traders or investors. And they're saying it was a big retail movement, but they're taking the information from inside of the castle and then putting it online to benefit from it and then walking away. We're just getting back to a place of normalcy. That's why I tell you guys, if you look at the, the averages, we'll, we'll do 7 to 15%. Great. Crypto will do 25 to maybe 48%. We're just back in normal ranges. 2020 was an exception based on what was happening in the world at the time. So um, as far as a couple more of those stocks, some consumer discretionary stocks that they listed in that underperforming list, um, Target and McDonald's, uh, both are into us. I think both are in XLY. Mm-hmm. So, um, why do you think I'm asked about Microsoft also, but why would you think that especially Target and Dollar General, um, those are discount stores, why would they be listed as something that could potentially underperform? And most people, they would think that those kind of stores will actually do good in an economic downturn because mm-hmm. people will start saving money and Dollar, you know, general and target will do better because they're yeah, i agree it was jp morgan shout out to everybody jp morgan it was jp morgan said it was underperforming yeah. I, I think target walmart and dollar tree dollar general those are going to boom during a recession because of like you said if people don't have money you're going to look to every place that you can go to to save money right. those those are like those inflation battle stores right like i don't have money mm-hmm. to spend here where can i get the best bang for my dollar yes probably over here and so and if you're a parent, exactly. Like, I mean, we all got kids like, I, I don't want to go to Gucci and get diapers. Let me go <laughs> get the bundle from Target, right? And, and get the wipes and all that. Like you have to save money. So those places are, are safe havens. If you don't have money during a crisis where you'll be able to go and, and see the traffic pick up. One thing that, that is very troubling though, and you guys can tell me what it's like over there before I get there. Here in the States, even the traffic outside isn't as heavy as it used to be. Stores are dry. That is very telling. Like I told Stock Club last week, like just being in the airport, my favorite thing to do is go to Starbucks and Apple every time I'm in the airport and ask them how sales were. Man, I was leaving out of New York. 
I mean, LA. And I was like, yeah, uh, Starbucks is doing good. Apple's doing good. A couple other places are doing good. Everywhere else is dry. I was like, that's not good. It's not good. So when you guys are going out, just look at the foot traffic and then Google what the average sales price is for a product for that company. And then you can see if the numbers that they're reporting are actually reflective of what they're doing. So how do you call it the eye test? Like, and maybe other podcasts that you guys hear about, we was talking about it, but it's like, I don't hear certain people talking about certain things. That is very true. Like you have to have your ear to the street. So be very careful, but yeah, Target, Walmart, it'd be great. Um, yeah, and also, I mean, if you look historically, based on how Target pays their employees and they underpay, Target is one of the biggest welfare recipients in the history of the United States. So there's a certain cushion that they have in based on those low prices as well. Like it's, it's a genius, sinister model. Um, but kudos to everybody at Walmart. Love you guys. <laughs> any 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 idea why they would list Microsoft as a, as a company that they think would underperform? I don't want to upset anybody there. I don't know. Maybe it was a typo. <laughs> I have no clue. <laughs> Nicole, tell us. I don't know. Yeah. Get somebody off the desk to tell yeah. me. Because I, I think Microsoft has the most indestructible business right now. Honestly, even more so than Apple. The the moats that they have around their business, and create, and they're not even optimized. Microsoft and Apple don't even do social well. Think about how crazy that is. They don't do that well. They don't do any community events at scale very well. Like it's a bunch of opportunities that they have. And with the recent acquisitions, man, they're, they're going to be good. So I don't know. Um, but I don't, I'll bet my life Microsoft would be good as long as a CEO remains in that seat. It, it could be one of these, uh, we don't believe in uh, crypto and then they become the first bank inside the metaverse type situations. Shout out to JP. We love everybody over there. You, you got to give them credit for it. <laughs> but I say even in, even in 2016, they, they were saying that in the States. And then where you guys are, that trading desk was buying up Bitcoin like crazy. You guys should go look at like what the average price that they average in on the London side for JP Morgan. Yeah. They're, they're like in the 9,000s on Bitcoin. I, I, I think I sent you a DM like somebody capping. Well, it's, it's a classic example. Like if, if this capping. is going to be the hottest thing and like EYL Red Panda Supreme do a collab and it's $15,000 for a towel, right? Supreme is crazy, but they'll get it done. Why would we tell them that's the move that we're gonna make? A lot, you guys have to learn, even in business, there's a lot of showmanship. And if you guys have watched Billions, they a lot of times they'll throw you off the track. Even Charlie Munger doesn't like crypto. Watch how Buffett and Berkshire will move heavy into crypto next year just for the exposure to hedge, just in case. Hello, People will say one thing and do another, but you got to give them credit for adapting. Yeah. Even at, what is he, 90, 91? Yep. Hello, Spe Charlie. And speaking of the blockchain, um, this made me think about blockchain going off topic a little bit. Um, when we checked in, at, when we was traveled to London, this was the quickest that I ever passed through any customs ever in my life. Um, really? No stamps on your passport, nothing. You just scan your passport and then you get in. And, um, you know, if you travel, you know that that's never really happens. You always got to go wait on a long line. They ask you, what are you doing here in the country? How long are you staying in the country? They stamp your passport. And that was the first time that I really experienced that. So I say that to say, just think, and that's one good thing about, you know, financial literacy and business is that you look at every, you start to think about everything, everything, like a business. So the first thing that came to my mind was like, 
NFTs, blockchain, all of this stuff where I'm like, you know, this is like, you know, I can see how so many things can be improved mm -hmm. by a more efficient um, technology. So I say that to say, um, you know, just traveling a lot changes your perspective. I highly encourage everybody to travel. And um, that was something that I really just thought about, like, what if NFTs, what if your passport becomes an NFT in the future? Mm -hmm. Right. And it's like now you can't you can't duplicate it because that's a problem, too, sometimes with like terrorists and things of that nature, where it's like, you know, you can duplicate somebody's passport, stuff like that. Yeah. So just thinking about that, I'm thinking, like, what's the next level? Because they already have and I know everybody's a little crazy, but they have clear. And if you have clear, you know that they just scan your eyes. Yeah. Um, so what if your passport actually just becomes that, right? Like, or just your, just your, your passport is just your fingerprint. Real minority no, report, yeah. No physical document at all. Your passport is just your eyes or your, your fingerprint. And now it goes in the database and somebody will literally have to cut your eyes out in order to try to duplicate yeah. who you are. So I think they, they, there's a, is it Delta? I know in Atlanta, um, they, they try to do that. It was just like a, a scan like really quick of you yeah. and it was moved on. That was, you didn't even have to have ID. Just that scan alone was like, all right. Well, that's for Claire. Yeah, well, th this is like facial. I mean, Claire's just the eyes, right? Yeah, yeah, for, for, for Delta, yeah. You just walk past the screen and it's like, all right, that's you. Yeah, for everyone listening, please look at the gaps in innovation. Like Claire was only there because, I mean, in Houston, I asked the guy, I'm like, hey, uh, can I do TSA pre-check? He's like, yeah, sure, but six months. I'm like, huh? He was like, we're backed up. I'm like, why does it take so? It's tough. You ain't got pre I'm, I'm like, is there a premium pass, like a VIP, like that I can pay to get put? Nope. So, and for my entrepreneurs, like Shadi said, almost every country is more innovative than the United States of America. We have mastered the art of amassing a lot of capital and putting them into projects to get a return. But the innovation of other countries is way better, way better. For those of you that have been to, you know, Dubai, UAE, Japan, China, you can, like there are some innovations there. If you went there and brought those ideas back and executed, it would help you tremendously. And, and now I want to reinforce this point too. In addition to investing in the market, you have to build a business. You guys can go back to the slides last year. I always put that in. You have to build something. There is no way that you're going to create the wealth that you want to without having a business attached to your investment plan. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's a fact. Yeah. Um, okay, let's talk about Kanye West. Uh-oh. Gene, yes. Kanye, shout out to Ye. If you haven't seen the documentary, uh, go check it out. So, Ye, yeah, shout out to his documentary that's out there right now. Kanye changed the game again, or did he change the game again? Um, Donda 2, mm -hmm. I'm sure everybody's already familiar with this, is only available on his stream player. It's a little shout out to Nikki. She actually did a dope Instagram live. I checked out the other day when she was talking about it. And I think she, she actually even had it. Um, it's a STEM player? It's a STEM player. And um, he actually put it out for the first mm -hmm. Donda um, album, mm -hmm. but it didn't really take off the way that, you know, I, yeah. I think probably would have thought yeah. or would have hoped that it did take off. So repurposed it again and made it exclusive um, for, for that. Yeah. How has that done so far? So let's go over, you want to do the numbers? So the first part of it is that, Yes, he did it before, but what the stem player does is actually allows you to take the beats, change the tempos. You can actually like create your own sound from the original content that's put on there. So Apple offered him a hundred million, allegedly, reportedly, a hundred million dollars to have Donna to exclusively 
on Apple Music. That's why he kept bringing up Larry Jackson, who's the director over there at Apple Music. Um, that's why he brought up what you call it too, um, Tim Cook. Right. He wanted to have a meeting with him. Rather than give me hundred million, let me talk to the CEO about ideas that I have. And so from that, he said, all right, well, I'm going to put the Donna 2 on the stem player. In three days, he sold over 12,000 units, right? So I think he made over $2.7 million, which is the equivalent of him selling two, uh, 220,000 uh, albums, right? The problem is that he netted 100% profit off of each one of those stem players, whereas if he had sold 220,000 albums, he would have netted 12% of the profit. And that was his thing, right? Rather than taking 12% and all the, like, the label and the streaming services taking the money, I'm going to take 100% in three days, which is, is it a game changer? Yes, but because it's Kanye West, the pro that we don't know is the amount of technology and the amount of uh, finances that it took to actually get the stem player in production. What's the profit margin? That's what we all know. Exactly, right? Like, and he's in a billionaire status. So can yeah. every artist do that? But it costs $200. It costs $200. So you do the math on that, right? He, does, he sells $12,000, uh, $200 a pop. Okay. Bing bong. Ian, what's your, what's your thoughts on this? I think it's genius. It won't change the music. Uh, the day that it happened, Mario, uh, he was at work with Tech and Chains at Nikki Studio. He called me. He's like, hey, Kanye's in the middle of negotiation. I'm like, business lesson one, write that down. Do everything in your power to get leverage when you go into negotiation. Number two, have to control your own ecosystem. So maybe his deal was structured at 12%. Maybe some newer artists are at 16, but I always thought it was a mistake. And we had these conversations privately and you're like, hey, everyone doesn't think like you, doesn't think like us. I'm like, why, why are people giving everything away for nothing? Most people don't want to build. So I think it's brilliant that he put a piece of hardware together. And this plan reminds me of what Square used to do back in the day when they would give out like the free reader, even though this cost. I think it's going to work pretty well. Um, and then on the revenue side, every artist may not be able to do it, but yay, call us. Um, if he will license one, I know Nikki's coming uh, out, but but if he licensed one out for every person, <laughs> now what would that sound like? And we talked last week, a lot of artists are going to go to the video game side and even some of the talks I've been having with Def Jam and Scope, I'm like, hey, the okay, it doesn't make sense. Shout out Ross. If you, if you get a producer to make you a track, and let's say now it costs you 50,000, the engineer costs you 2,500, why does it make sense to sell that song for 99 cents and it costs you that much for one song? And no other business would you do this. Shout out to everybody who took your Rolex strategy and remixed it and then tag you in it. But it'd be <laughs> like selling a Rolex, like yo, I'm gonna get you a $50,000 Rolex, but sell it to your fans for $7. What? No, uh, but it, because it's, uh, I don't want to go into my little conspiracy bag, but I think artists of a certain hue always get told to devalue their art and charge less for it. When, if he can sell five, 600,000 the first week, if he gets 50, 60 artists behind him, maybe they could collectively sell six, seven, 700,000 units of their stem player in a week. And those economics could look dramatically different. So I think okay. it's amazing. I love it. Lucene is cool, but Lucene don't write. Doug ain't this nice. Yeah, I mean, right? well, well, and then ultimately it'll probably be on streaming services. I, I think, Eventually. Yeah, Eventually. I think he'll, he'll probably have to come up with a deal after, but I mean, maybe he doesn't have to, right? Does he have to really? He doesn't have to, but I think that he probably will if history is any indicator, like even when Jay-Z made his music yeah. 
idol and then after a while I put it on other streaming services, mm-hmm. you know, because you, I think he still probably wants, it's going to reach the public regardless. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, listen, Dan and I was going to get it, like, it's going to be out there. All the kids in Brooklyn, all the drill kids, they're going to be out the same day. Somebody they're going to rip that stem apart. They're going to be floating around. They're going to figure out how to burn CDs again. <laughs> Man, it's going to be up that day, all in the captions, right? But um, I think it's a brilliant move. And like you said, I think he should keep some music exclusively for the stem, though. But it's one thing I think he needs to beef up the offer because I saw a lot of people like, I can't afford the 200. What should I do? Yeah. Uh, the last point I want to make, man, make an offer so irresistible that even your enemies can't t- turn it down. The one thing I do love about, about Fat, well, many things, but one thing I love about Fat Joe, when he was talking about 50, when him and 50 was getting into it, he was like, man, when I heard in the club, I couldn't front. I'm like, that's the bar. You have to be so good that even the people who don't like you are going to buy from you. If he beef up that offer, and let's say he did an exclusive something every week for 10 weeks or eight weeks, whew, be amazing. Be amazing. Y'all can let the tiger run around on camera. It'd be good for the views. <laughs> so, oh, man, got a chimpanzee and a tiger in the back fighting. <laughs> Bubble, sit down. <laughs> uh, when in London, <laughs> boy, like like Tyson in '88. Yo, mm-hmm. you this though, because this is the thing about recording live though. T- tell the let me ask y'all, how do y'all travel and for real, like be able to do all this content? I'm tired and I'm not there. It's it's <laughs> it's, it's taxing. It's Yo, taxing I told you, man. We got it's, this. It's taxing and it's tolling. And we travel with the studio, man. The studio is anywhere we land. That's the studio. Yep. Like, gotta be nimble. Before we came on, I showed you the makeshift studio that we did. I'm like, yo, looks great, sounds great. Let's do it. But the one thing yeah. is, you only when you when you don't have when you give yourself no other option but to get things done, then you have to get it done. Like, have to get it meaning, done. like if it's like an optional situation, like, oh, Market Mondays. If we're traveling, we're not gonna oh. do it. Like people have become used to us putting out every single week at the same exact time. So what that does is it forces you. All right, accountability. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. no matter what, you got to do it because if not, then if you leave it up Don't to- Don't leave while you're hot. That's yeah, how May screwed up. Yeah. I'm telling you, I mean, and it's, it's tough, but that's one, like when people ask, what's the key? What's the key? What's the key? We always say consistency. Like, like that is it. I looked, like we had dinner earlier and I looked at them. I seen the look and I was like, yeah, something just hit me too, bro. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, we, let's do it. We got to go. We, 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 we I look can, blind, I'm close though. We got this. We got this. Appreciate it. Appreciate yeah, but people yeah. don't understand. Like, you know, we got like, this. You travel all day. We came from New York. We traveled all day. It's five Just hours. Just had left Atlanta. Just left Atlanta. Legendary. Um, we're going to talk about that. Whew. Say that to the end. Stay tuned. Shout out, to, shout out to Steve Harvey, Mr. Harvey. Yeah. Yeah. SH, Mr. H is Mr. H. Um, but this Kanye thing is interesting too. Let me ask you about this because so he said last week, please stop asking me about NFTs. I'm not doing NFTs. I'm only concentrating on building things in the real world and real world applications. I think he's a little misinformed by his by his statements, but and then he drops something like this, mm-hmm. which essentially can be repackaged as an NFT. Really, if he if he did it in that, and he probably would have been more profitable. Yeah, but is he misguided though? Or is he, he wouldn't have more control. Or is he just taking it misinformed? I'm even saying, is he is he misinformed or is he? Jamie it's Diamond. the same thing I said with JP Morgan. <laughs> right? 
Is what we just said, right? Reveal, can we just have honest conversation? We can't reveal real plans to the public. But it would be too typical for him to hop on that wave and not have been an innovator in it. So as a creator, it's smart to go physical. And same thing with me. In the world of everyone, everyone's talking about NFT. I'm like, let me do more physical. When people come physical, I want to do more digital. The bundling thing that you got, you, that's always been my model. Stock club like. And wait till y'all see these new rollouts that come out in, in end of March. Oh, baby. Whew. We got to get Dame credit because Dame tries to do this with Rockbox. Doesn't get the credit. Does not get the credit. Dame, I'll give you a credit now. Um, and then y'all let Steve, like, I don't know how they turned down Napster. And I, I tell this to everybody in the music industry. How have you guys not bought a streaming service or music player yet? You guys didn't buy LimeWire, didn't buy Napster. You let Steve Jobs come in and tear your whole industry apart and adapt Warner Universal. Nobody has a player for just their artists. How? It doesn't make sense. But for my business owners, find ways to innovate. And I'm going to be real, even with the top companies, outside of Apple, Google, Microsoft, which are really enterprise, Amazon, really enterprise and shrewd business people on the other end because all the data that, that they have, most companies are not innovating very well. Twitter, Club, Clubhouse fell apart. Um, most companies are not great. So I ask you guys, Put it in chat. Name me a company that you guys buy from or subscribe to that just overwhelms you with greatness every time you buy from them. It's not many. There is a huge gap. There's a huge gap to be filled. I think you got something there, Ian, with the licensing. I think you got something with the, with the STEM player licensing. But it, it, it'll, it'll take an, an established artist who's willing to say, I'm, I'm going to take this chance with it. Yeah, but the whole thing is he he still could have done an NFT though. Because he still, no matter how you slice it, yeah. he's still not gonna be able to get royalties off of the seller the other thing. Of he's, the the music itself? Yeah. Not yeah, the, not the initially. Really the, the product itself. I think the music is just something that comes with it. Well, even the product itself. Imagine he <laughs> could but he, I don't know. I just feel like if he would have embraced the digital space a little bit more. Mm -hmm he could have had something that A, would have probably made more money, but even bigger than the money, because he's already a billionaire, so it's not really about the money so Ten. much. Ten. He could have <laughs> actually laid a blueprint, a real blueprint. Yeah. Can I play devil's advocate? In the music business, yes. What Kanye's genius, and if we're talking about equity and closing the racial wealth gap, if he did it NFT, why would he do it on OpenSea and he owns no equity? Well, that's a good question. Shout out to 19 Keys. I was talking 19 Keys today, and he was talking about it's funny you say that. We had a, mm -hmm. I had a conversation with 19 Keys today and he was saying that the next step is actually building a play. He was like, it's not really that I'm gonna set hard. the screen, but don't, don't shoot yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah so, so that, that's the point. Like, yeah, yeah. Creating platforms and creating marketplaces, right? So understand the difference between the two. We don't have any, and there's no reason- None. We you see what I'm saying? And then like, we'll be like, well, Rogan said the N-word 12 years ago. I'm upset. They gave that boy 200, not 100, 200. 200. Because they wanted that? to leverage his cool. assets to get the deal done with Tesla. There was, it, was, it was reported at 100 million, but then now the reports are saying that it was actually- 110 cash. But that's what- Drop the check. Incentives though, right? It was like 100 in cash and then 100 with like stock- 200. Out. 200. And then I, I always tell everyone, and it's one account, and I know Chad, you probably want me to say, but even with ad deals, if you guys wouldn't take an advertising deal for $1,000 a month, why are you letting somebody sponsor your show for 500 a month when that is an endorsement deal? Joe Rogan owned, and we had this conversation 
man, Shotty was mad at me. And I'm like, I'm trying to explain it in the kindest way, but I got the dame in me. I'm like, we got to get more equity out of these. I don't want them to use us. Because I come from advertising. The advertising side looked at the companies that let us place media like prostitutes. Like, why would you put your, like you, we worked our entire lives to build credibility and reputation to then endorse it for what? For a small, for a sliver of nah. I think he needs to build his own platform. And I think even with this initial rollout, he will. And shout out to Promise, like, he got some people behind him that's probably gonna ro roll something out, but I don't want us to keep, and I know it was, you know, on y'all YouTube page, it was a brother like, yo, you talking about conspiracies with the monkeys and the apes? Gary Vee's my guy. I don't like the 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 ape with the coogee and the gold tooth. That's not it. It's not the wave. They're selling us imagery of us that we don't agree with, and then telling us it's art so they can watch the money and the gains that they made from crypto. How is that player? They ain't pee at all. Yeah, he needs to build a platform, and, and every black creator needs to build a platform and collaborate. That ain't and if we don't like it, it'd be good at all. Yeah, and, and we're not going to discount the fact that, yes, they offered him $100 million, but some, his work is worth more than that. And so that's why he didn't take the deal. And he had leverage. Yeah, leverage. That's why I keep telling I know you guys be like, y'all get tired of you pounding and writing. No more rants. Shout out to Rants and Jim. That's the only ranting we're doing. <laughs> 2022, we building, right? Uh, but when you have equity and you have freedom, I'm telling you guys this because if we have one more bad leader that comes into office, America is going to be in trouble. America is going to be in trouble. And now we have, and it was created, we have this big class war between the people that are super rich versus those who are fed up and don't want to get mistreated. So now everyone's saying, hey, I'm not going to go to work and they're going to wage war, push some of the inflation stuff into what was coming. They're doing it to create a, a bigger divide. So we have to build faster. Let's talk more building. Yeah, I talked to 19 when I was leaving too. And the energy he was on, I'm like, uh-huh. That's why I was like, hey, let's do it in silence. And we'll be good. But for all my entrepreneurs and business people, build your own platforms, build leverage, and then you can walk away and only take the deals that, that suit you. Why should um, why should we be concerned about Canadians withdrawing money out of banks? Yo, this, is, this is a good story. This is actually well, really explain, good. explain yeah. the story. Yeah, 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 Troy, take you no, know, explain. All right. So, what what's been happening is, is obviously the COVID restrictions in Canada have caused numerous round of protests. And so what uh, Trudeau, who's the prime minister, said is that, you know what, if people are going to protest and they're not going to seize the protest, we're actually going to start freezing bank accounts uh, from the people without having a court order. Um, so that that leads to like a, a lot of a lot of conflicts. Right. Because like how how is this possible? Right. This isn't even legally possible. So they said that only the people who are obstructing the streets are going to be not just any day citizens, but people who are actually obstructing, which is the case, well, how do you know it's who, right? Unless you have facial identification. But what it also does is this, and I'm glad we, we talked about crypto right before this, because it gives you a very strong case for cryptocurrency. Because if you're threatening to take my money and freeze my account, or freeze my accounts, what happens when I start taking my money out and put it into an asset that you can't freeze and you can't trace? Um, and so it's a, it's a it's a very interesting topic, man. Um, and I, I know some people, uh, you know, had their accounts frozen. So uh, prayers up to everybody up there. Um, obviously, COVID has the 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 vaccine and not taking the vaccine has, has been an issue throughout all of North America. But obviously, in Canada, it's, it's got to a head. But now, where it, it, it's something that should be taken very seriously, and we should be paying attention to.
crazy. Honestly, um, this is not something that it sounds like Canada would normally do. It sounds like something Trump would have done. And it's we are in crazy times when we're like, hey, Trump wouldn't do that. So even the people that donated to the truckers 50 bucks, 100 bucks, some of them got their accounts frozen. Right. So if they begin taking their money out, and God forbid if that ever happens, and I know truckers in the United States have been talking about going on strike for at least a year. God forbid if that happened here, it's going to make an incredible case for crypto. But man, if there's a run on a bank, and for those of you who don't know, a lot of these banks that are major banks don't have the solvency or liquidity that they act. So the ones that were opening accounts and were not authorized to do so, if there was a run on their bank, it would be over with very fast and it will lead to a 2007-2008 kind of fall. We talked about Evergrande a few months ago. Things mm -hmm. are not resolved there in China. Now, on the venture side, they're not doing Series A anymore. Any angel investor I know, they don't want late stage. So everyone's kind of like restructuring their strategy based around where the economy is. And no one is saying, hey, I think the economy is great. And if you guys go Google the debt clock, that clock continues to run up. So we have a whole bunch of pillars that are falling at one time, but I pray we have to keep our eyes on this because mm -hmm. usually what happens Something small may happen in another country, but when it comes here, it's a really big thing. Um, I think the, the audacity of the thought alone is like, it could in, inspire somebody to say like, oh, it happened over there and it worked. We're I know say. Trump was like, damn, that's- like, Yeah, why did I stay in office? <laughs> you vote for Biden, let me just freeze your account, great. Well, and it wasn't just, I mean, that was, one thing, but even I believe it was GoFundMe. I don't want to misspeak if it wasn't. GoFundMe. You know, you're right. Yeah, they GoFundMe had like nine million dollars that was um, raised for the fund drivers, and that account got shut down. Mm -hmm. um, so, anybody's not familiar, um, some truck drivers that you know were against are against the vaccine. In order to go into America, you have to be vaccinated for as their truck driver in Canada, and um, you know they they. They're on strike at the border, I believe, of Vancouver, and it's causing a lot of problems. People can't get through. They're saying like the the noise because they're honking, and it, the strike has lasted like for a long period of time. So now they're taking extreme measures to try to break the strike. So freezing bank accounts, forcing GoFundMe to freeze that and and shut shut that down. Yeah. That was the the money was raised so they could financially support, support themselves, them. but they're not working. Yeah. And you know we're in the trucking industry. We have a truck. Shout out to Alex. Um, so, okay, you know, beautiful too. trucking is a very, very, uh, thank you. Appreciate that. It's a very pivotal and crucial business mm -hmm. that keeps not only America going, but keeps all over the world, um, going trucking. You see trucks, um, going all across. So I say that to say, this is a very interesting situation as far as how, um, politics is being put into play with the private sector, mm -hmm. um, mixed with, you know, COVID and the health sector is all like overlapping yeah. and then each the, other. You got the criminal justice sector as well, because now when people are getting arrested, they're putting like a stamp on them or the type of arrest that they're having now affects them long-term. I think they could actually end up like on a terrorist list, which means that they probably can't even get certain type of jobs and careers going forward. So it's like, there's a lot of pressure on these people right now. Yeah, strict, strict, strict COVID laws in Canada. and. That's one of the reasons why we have not been to Canada. Um, you know, Toronto is one of our biggest markets and we definitely want to go to Canada. Oh, bad. It's so difficult right now. I mean, they just, they keep shutting down. Like I speak to people up there and they're like, 
they shut it down, they open it up for a week. And then I think it's like, if it's like 100 cases in like a certain area, then they shut it down and they're paying people. It's like, they're paying like 2000 a month, um, like per person. And then it's like, if you have like four people in your family, that's like $8,000 a month. So, you know, they're paying a lot of money. Um, so it's an interesting, it's an interesting way to go about it, but they have been extremely, extremely strict on COVID since the beginning. And, um, two years later, and they still have extremely strict COVID rules and shutdowns. And, um, you know, it's one of these things where you got to be careful what you ask for. Everybody wants to go to Canada for free healthcare, but with that level of, you know, government control also comes government control where they do mm-hmm. certain, like, you know, it's, it's a trade-off. The government control to just say, this is, this is what's going to be, this, we're going to take care of you. It's the same government control. It's like, no, stop it. At least in America, there's some level of checks and balances and the voice of the people is still louder. People might not think that Americans have any freedom, but you'd be surprised when you travel outside of America. <laughs> a lot of the stuff that happens in America is, is not tolerated. It will never happen anywhere else in the world. Yeah, I mean, well, I say well, we're the only country that let the corporations run the country. And then for those of you in government, and I'll touch here and get out, it's always better to have the people on your side than to have them against you. There's no regime that has stayed afloat forever. And they just treated the people bad. Even shout out to Mano and everybody who pulled up on, on, on Eric about the drill <laughs> conversation. You know, I'm like, that, that was a different kind of meeting. And I understand like th- there is some truth in what they're saying and the impacts that that does have on the city. But I always say, and it's why I do my damnedest to give so much away. I always hated growing up in the environment that I was from. All the adults would tell the kids that was in the streets to get off the streets, but you wouldn't give them an alternative. So if he's going to tell them not to do drill, man, you better put together a plan to help kids make a lot of money because it's expensive as hell to live. I go to New York and be like, damn, how y'all pizza? 19 bucks for two slices. Huh? (laughs) At the bodega. I'm like, what? You saw New York is crazy. (laughs) Gotta go. Tell them I'm with the chicken. (laughs) Boy. London London different. Definitely expensive. (laughs) Hell, nothing to play with. So yeah, we'll monitor this Canadian situation. Shout out to all the yeah. good people of Prayers Canada. Up. Prayers up to everybody um, in Canada. And hopefully things can, can get better. Yep. Sure. So let's talk about, okay. Square, PayPal, Facebook, Shopify, Zoom, and Netflix have given up $1. trillion in market cap. What should we do next? So all of those stocks are stocks that we've talked about on Market Mondays. All of those stocks yeah. have had great declines, great declines. So what historic what uh what should investors do with those stocks yeah what so i saw this i want to give credit uh saw this on josh brown page mm-hmm. earlier um shopify is actually at a decent price to buy like i like it at 591.10 if it gets that low but i, I really like it at 644 um but what i want you guys to do is homework for everyone whatever the all-time high is over the last 10 years mark that off and then literally divide that number in half. That's where you want your secondary order to be. And then take off 75%. And then that's where your first order should be. The biggest issue that I want, and I know those of you who've been listening to Market Mondays from the beginning, Pandas, you're not doing an earnest, but for those of you just listening, 
everyone is buying everything too high and hope that it continues to go. And, and it's great for those of you that have friends that made money in 2020, but we've all had to feel like, well, damn, when I get into the stock, it falls apart. And I don't care what you say. Like I jumped in and now it falls apart. Please mark off where half is. Prices always come back down to the averages. And in, in the beginning, I was like, hey, whatever a player averages normally, they're going to reset. Um, Shopify is in the place where it should be. Um, Facebook, I've given my take on that already. Netflix still has some value, but they have to get that the, those costs under control. And I don't know how they're going to do it. And Square, I'm interested to see what their plan is. Like once they actually roll out their plan in June or July with their new team, what they're going to do. Square, I think Square will be fine. Um, but we're just getting back, back to normalcy. I mean, I, and I know for those of you that are down big, you hate to hear it, but please write down. So when I had my big losses in the beginning, that's what gave me the drive to like really figure this out and be like, cause there's a method. Cause I know people that were killing. So if you can trade for those of you to do options and you have puts, you guys are killing for those of you in futures. Like some of you caught a thousand ticks last week. You made your first 40 grand trader have a plan that will work in every market. So if you stick to safety for long-term and I'm going to be very real and these down markets, if you're a trader, you should be eating. The second point I want to make, don't get short-term bias because when the market goes up, I don't want you to say, well, I made all my money off shorts. So I'm going to continue to short, short the market while we're dropping. And then when we go back to the upside, trade to the upside and you'll be good, but you have to be able to do both. You have to be able to dribble with your left and your right. The left is long-term investing. The right side is trading. And if you put both together, It'll be great. And if I've made you money, please put yes in chat. How do you feel about um how do you feel about PayPal? Um trap my guy with up. Uh, I want you to think I'm poo-pooing on your on your on your pick. Um PayPal's in trouble. Well, and, and I, this is the thing I always like to do before I give my opinion, right? Because when I, I do this with Dream Team, everyone in chat, please tell me who are the two biggest executives right now at PayPal. And what are their strengths? So when I'm analyzing a team or a company, if I don't know who the star player is on that team, I can't wager with them. So for those of you who want to like bet money, right? If you don't have a superstar executive, it's the same as not having a great guard or a great forward, the stretch for it. Like it's going to be really hard to win. Um, and plus being in that business with the margins not as thick as they should be, and once again, going back to that delight thing, PayPal, I appreciate you. Thank you for getting my account back up. I haven't always had the most pleasurable experience with PayPal. Girl. It's historic for like, and I, I get it. It's a tough business. They have to monitor how many chargebacks and all. Hey, Ernest, did you know that the black community has $2.7 trillion of spending power? Are you ready to see what you can do when you combine and recirculate our resources to expand the pool of black excellence? I know I'm ready, and that's why we've partnered with Greenwood, the in-demand black-owned digital banking platform. Greenwood's namesake was founded in 1906, built from the brilliance of black dreamers looking to create a self-sufficient community in the Greenwood district of Tulsa, Oklahoma, AKA Black Wall Street. Today, Greenwood is a digital banking platform with the mission to strengthen the black dollar using the same community reinvestment strategies of the original Greenwood district. And it's powered by a best-in-class mobile app that allows you to bank from anywhere. So earners, if you're ready to build a new legacy of black economic achievement, go to bankgreenwood.com slash EYL and sign up to be a part of the new Greenwood community. That's bankgreenwood.com.
com slash EYL. Don't wait. Don't hesitate. Head over there now. But no one that I ever talked to about PayPal was like, man, I just love them. There's more horror stories there, um, especially after PayPal Mafia left. And it, it, that price is now being reflected as a result. So I think they'll be fine maybe in a couple of years, but I really can see PayPal coming back down to like 82 bucks and it's at 103 now. So uh, they're in a little bit of trouble. Yeah, that's why, I mean, those are two stocks like that and Facebook. When we talk about pre-pandemic pricing, if you go back to February, 2020, they're right back to those prices. And so when we're talking, and I think that's a great strategy that you said, take 50% off the high, and that should be your secondary entry. I yep. mean, it's that's it could be that simple for you, right? Like that's why I want to enter at. And simplicity is best, right? Like, and you can see it like yeah. on the chart. If you put out the chart for five years, ten years, or for it's, mm -hmm. uh, you know, you click all, you can kind of see some of these patterns. And so, like, these are not just words just to listen to. They actually words. This is the actual strategy. And we got yeah, like, like you should be the ball. This is it, or, and or, you and you can see it in what we do. Like, they don't have nineteen different SKUs, right? Can, can you tell me why why you just stuck with assets of a liability and it works works that go works double down once you have a star even with apple they have one phone htc all the competitors they have so many different too much variety is never good i'm gonna give one option that's why i have stock club for long-term investing alpha futures that's it done the simpler you can make your strategy the better because it's easier to execute you don't need Complicated strategy. That's like what Drake said. Let me say. He says a, lot, a bunch of quotes. He said, I got one girl. She's my girl. <laughs> Nobody else get it? That's it. Just one. Just focus on I mean, one. He, that boy rotate through him, boy. Focus the, on the, one. The, Drake and Kathy Wood are dating, boy. Shout out to Kathy, man. What out of time. Shout out to Drizzy. Um, <laughs> but also, this, this goes back to the ETF conversation as well. There's nothing wrong with ETFs, man. Like, you know, it's it's... Is especially if you're trying to pick all, a lot of these fringe stocks and you know the stock of the week, um, you, you don't see ETFs. You don't see a good ETF drawing down like that. Not on Franklin Donatech still killing. Yeah, I mean we they slept on episodes. I mean, yeah, I mean Ark has drawn down a good ETF. Okay, and shout but, but, out to yeah, Ark. No, no and a Ark good, Ark. Ark. yeah, and I'll say it for I'll take the arrows. It's a good ETF is not going to be actively managed like that. That's a day trading fund. Yeah. No. It's tough. Yeah. And I, I'm be like, if you guys don't want to invest long term, and I know I don't want you to beat me up. I'm for the culture. I want to see us win. Everybody wants quick flips off of stocks because you don't want to build a real business. If we had the option, all of us would just lay down and rest all day and not do any work. That's why I ask them, and I mean it. I'm like, how do y'all do all that traveling and still be nice? Y'all see my personality be terrible most days. I'm working on it now, Mustang, right? But you have to build, to, and people will be like, yo, it's easy for y'all. Like, no, dog, I've been an entrepreneur since before Wankster was on Eight Mile. You know how long, some of y'all like, who, what's that? Oh, three, man, you have to build to have the safety that you want. And I know it's not always the answers that you guys want, but it's the truth. A lot of people are telling you everything is so easy, they're lying to you. You can see the my growth. You can see it in there. Shout out to the interview they did with Steve Harvey, Ross. I mean, they've lined up some interviews that mainstream media have not gotten. That's a nice track list y'all got. That's fact. looking like life after. It's a fact. 
That is a fact. All hits, so, no misses. That's a fact. <laughs> that is a fact. Uh, yeah. Um, let's talk about this. Uh, a group of investors are trying to use a DAO to raise $4 billion to purchase the Denver Broncos. What are your thoughts on that is, yeah, what, what are your thoughts on that? I'll go through it really quick. Um, I think it's brilliant. For those of you who don't know, um, think of DAO as a organization that doesn't have one face or, or like one leader. So in our community, it's like, well, we, if they take the head off, the snake falls and the body falls. You know, we always say that. This is kind of like Negan from Walking Dead. Like everyone is the one central character. The Broncos is an interesting thing because it's a good way to get in. Mm -hmm. I really think in maybe five or six years, one of these crypto parties is going to fund the president of the United States. Mm. I think the sports thing, like if we've been like, so when Usher got his minority ownership and we saw that, right, that's a test run to build the relationships. The sports thing isn't the real angle. I think the real angle is for the Dow to run the world. Mm. So if they can get this off, what if they can then do what Car Icon would do and take over a company? Now you're an activist investor. Now, if you can do that, you can run a country. I think it's brilliant what they're trying to do. Um, and I know some of you asked me about DAOs, but this is just a small test to get to the larger game that's out there. Yeah, I think the, the goal, I think they said, I think it's called um, Buy the Broncos. Uh, that's the name of the DAO. So mm -hmm. the goal is just to have fans have access to actually owning a team. Because there's, there's only one team in the NFL that's owned, that's publicly, a publicly owned team. I think the Packers. Packers, yeah. Like, people actually own the team, right? They have shares of, of the team. So it's pretty interesting, man. The, and, the Broncos keep coming up in conversation. And what it stands for Frequently. is Centralized Autonomous Organization. Um, so an organization that is decentralized, that's not really owned by one mm -hmm. particular person, right. right? That has multiple owners, um, a, a body of governance, and um, you know, the whole idea of crypto, where it's taking the the central, how, we, how we're used to things right now is like a central government, a central bank, uh, a central owner of a company, like that's how, that's the normal way. Mm. And it's like, you know, the whole crypto idea was to break that whole apart, that whole thing apart. So it's like with Bitcoin, it was, that was that whole, you know, theory behind it. And so now you're seeing a lot of these things where it could be like an autonomous government, mm -hmm. right? Like potentially where you have no real one leader, you have everybody's a leader, everybody's leader yeah. with a, a uh, governance, that's put in place. And, you know, it may sound like it's a complicated idea, um, but that's, you know, maybe it's not. Yeah. Maybe maybe that's actually easier than having one person or a party ruling against another party and then nothing ever, actually ever gets done. Yeah. I, I agree. I, I think I, I agree with you too, Ian. I don't think sports is, is the say, end all be all to it, especially like sports leagues like the NFL where the actual other owners have to vote on who can own. And so if you have a, uh, Dow, like all the other 29 owners have to say, okay, that's we, we're okay with that, which kind of almost defeats the purpose of doing it, right? Because they have to say yes. Yep. And if they time don't, back say to it, King they Arthur. Get on it. Yeah, time back to King Arthur. Last week, shout out to you, brother. Frank, this is the plan that we need to do. You notice nobody came front and center waving the flag, say, hey, I'm the, the king of the Dow for the Broncos. Both in silence. The plan is there. If we can just do it quietly. That's a lot that we can take over. That's why I say we have enough influence to change everything. Power together, job. But I would not be surprised if in 
12 or 16 years that a movement like this picks the president. And also too, and historically, there's only room for shift in leadership or even tyranny when current leadership is not doing well. So because people are not happy with leadership and the outcome and for everyone, regardless if you're in government, you're in business, your job is to put money in people's pockets and food on their table. I don't care what business you're in. When the money slows up, you're going to get voted out either with their wallet or literally voted out of office. Um, I think this is a very interesting time in history where we may see a change in the guard happening very fast. And if we actually hit a recession in the sticks, the world is going to be up for grabs. All the ingredients are there. What, um, okay, this Vladimir Putin situation. <laughs> he, he, he's, he's, he's testing the limits. He's testing the limits. And um, the stock market, that's another reason why the stock market has been kind of in a negative tailspin. Everybody's on, they had, they had this cartoon on TikTok. I don't know if you saw it. But there was like Vladimir Putin versus the world. And it was like, there's one of these old Simpson cartoons where it was like, they had Vladimir Putin in the Simpsons before with like a character. And they mm -hmm. like, he, he pulled out a, a knife and everybody got scared. Then he like threw the knife at the wall. Then he like pulled out a lighter. Everybody got scared and he lit his cigarette. He pulled out a gun. Everybody got scared. Then he like shot the light. So it's like, they trying to say like, he's like bluffing. But every time he bluffs, like he just makes the whole world just like, nervous and he just like ruins the world for a minute and then he's like nah i'm just playing and we ain't gonna do it like that we just going you know let's talk about different things of that nature so vladimir Putin, man this guy's been president for like 20 years rules with an iron fist um you know the funny you know the crazy thing and i don't want to misspeak because i'm not a hundred percent sure on this but he's not really there's a president of russia like there's, there's actually a like there's two ruling there's two ruling people in Russia, okay. and I I actually just got educated on this because I saw the thing on sixty minutes. But he I forgot what his official title is. If he's the president, there's a prime minister. Or if he's the prime minister, there's a president. There's actually somebody that's actually voted, and he just has no power, and <laughs> nobody mean, knows who he is. I got his, I'm getting a special title. And right uh, Vladimir Putin has been in power for like twenty years, and he he just there's no stopping him. So. As Troy does the research on this, Ian, president, he's the president of Russia. But who's somebody else? So I'm gonna get look at look at the other person. Gotcha. Um, what what is the deal with this Ukraine Russia situation? How serious is it, and how big of a threat is Vladimir Putin? Um, I, it's incredibly serious for those who politically. So this topic, I'm really gonna skate around. So, um, <laughs> really quick, um, he's not so he's a formidable opponent for sure he is the manifestation of what 50 cent would be if he was president of the united states so when you have a certain amount of power you have to then wield it and then he's also fighting for control and you know of course kgb background and very intelligent on top of that and then when you have that paired with weak leadership i don't have anything against biden but when he's saying hey i'll sit down with putin if you don't really have much leverage because we technically don't want to go to war because even on a political stage we are just barely recovering like we just got over the COVID cold financially right if we go to war that would drain all our resources and the biggest thing i always learn you cannot go to war with someone who doesn't care about dying or losing russia has nothing to lose so if it's equal destruction that would be a victory 
for him. We do have to keep our eyes on what happens with Ukraine because if he slowly begins to build some territories, my biggest fear for the United States, always said, but I'll say it again, Russia, China, team up, going to Latin America. That would be the third of the big three. That'd be Chris Bosch, right? And they take over America. Very possible. This is not conspiracy theory for those of you who want to say it. But if you look strategically what has been happening in China, and for those who travel, you can start to see the influence in China and Africa and all throughout the islands. They're strategically playing chess to then take over. Um, Got to get our affairs in order. But America has rested on our laurels for so long. We, we've neglected our people for so long. Education has been bad for so long. We've dumbed down our population, giving them bad food, bad water, bad airways. So if you have a weak population, like what do you think is going to happen? Someone is going to try and take over the territory. So let me let, let me just say this. Uh, so okay. You want me to just give you the thing first? I'm gonna I'm gonna do it. Uh, so Vladimir Vladimir Putin, his he, he is the president of Russia, mm -hmm. and he's appointed by a popular vote. It's a vote. But he's not the head of the government. The head of the government is actually the prime minister. Mm -hmm. The prime minister's name, I'm probably going to mispronounce okay. his name. Go for it. Mikhail Mishusan, Hussein. Uh, Ms. Houston? Mikhail Ms. Houston. So he's the prime, this, that, he's the prime minister. Yeah. He, he's ahead of the government. Yeah. Now, this is where it gets interesting. So there's a cabinet um, who the leader of the cabinet is the prime minister. That's Vladimir. No, no, no. That's, that's McCoustin. That's McCoustin. Yeah. Who appoints the prime minister? The president. The president. Yeah. So, but the, 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 so this is the illest part. <laughs> so, prior to being the president, he was the prime minister. He's done both roles, back and forth, back and forth, and now he's the president and has assigned the prime minister. Yes. So it's an interest. So I just found that out recently. Where <laughs> he he. Technically, technically, he's not the head of the government. He's the head of state, which is a little confusing to America because our head of state is the president, president. who's also the head of the government. But he is technically not the head of the government. He is the head of the state. But obviously, he's the pointer. He's the appointer of, of the head the of the government, right. which makes him the head of the government. Right. Yep. And if he doesn't agree with what he says, then he'll find a new prime minister. Yes. As my dad would say, uh, he who has the gold makes the rules. Going back to my Ozark reference, Kamala is Ruth, Biden is Marty. When you have to go to Mexico and see the family, it's about who is willing to go to war. And for those of you who grew up in the environment, a lot of it comes down to heart, money, and firepower. Who has more? That's it. And if you're not willing to go to war with someone who is crazy, and that's the environment. And for those of you who have, if you're involved in boxing, MMA, anyone who grew up in those harsh, real cold environments, and we saw when Connor fought Khabib, like he was on top of Connor saying, like, talk to me like that now. He wanted to kill Connor. Yeah, he could have killed him. And speaking of Khabib, shout out to Khabib. Russia. Um, he's not from not Russia. Russia. No, not Russia. He's from Uzbekistan, I believe. The okay. That's the country, yeah. Did he train in Russia? So this is interesting. Let's get the exact title of his country. But his country is under the, the control of Russia. Got you. Okay. So that's what people don't fully understand either, is that 
during the Soviet Union, or like all of those countries was under the Russian. Huh? He's Russian. But look, no, but the I know the country. That, I'm just saying his nationality is Russian. But I get the country. But, that, but that's what I'm saying. His nationality is really not Russian because he's not from Russia. Same way we're technically it's, not. It's American, like it's right. like saying Puerto Rican. Their nationality yeah. is American. Yeah. Because they're under they're in American territory. Mm-hmm. So he's his country is a country, but they're they're not independent. They're under the the uh, Russian flag. So during the days of the Soviet Union, there was all of those countries um, in Eastern. Europe was all under the, the Soviet Union flag. Then when that broke apart, a lot of people thought that every country got its independence in Russia, but that's not true. There's still, there's still countries that are not totally independent. This goes back to the Ukraine conversation because Ukraine is an independent country, but it was once part of the Soviet Union. So now, by their aggression against Ukraine, it's always been a certain level of aggression because they still kind of look at it like yeah. they're still under the Russian flag, even though they're Ukraine. Uh, it those of you in a black market, you know, if you take over one territory and then you, now you have those soldiers underneath you. Republic. Yeah, so he's from Dagestan. The Republic of Dagestan. The Republic of Dagestan. Um, and Dagestan is a republic of Russia. So it's a very complicated situation it's over there. Really no, he's not right. That's what I'm saying. It's not Russian. I know, it's, I know. It's they, have, they have their own culture, their I, own They religion. do, but they, they are, he's a republic inside of a country. But I'm just saying, it's important to know the, the geographic. Yeah, they got, I mean, and, and know the history of it. They, too. Have, they have their own religion, they have their own culture. That's why he's Muslim. Like he's that, first, whole, first that, whole, Muslim. He, that whole country is just white Muslims. Mm-hmm. And it's a different culture than a lot of Russia. So it's very, it's, it's not, a lot of times people in America aren't fully aware of what's going on in the world, but it's, it's important <clears throat> to at least have some level of knowledge of what's going on in the world. Because when we look at stuff, we just say, oh, that's Russia. But Russia's a big country and there's a lot of other yeah. countries that have their own culture, their own, you know, they've been around for hundreds of years. So that's why when you see these conflicts happening, it's like, you know, there's a lot of turmoil in politics that go into play here when we talk about, and that all ties back to the Russia-Ukraine situation as well. Yeah. And, and national, stock national resource, resources, all that stuff goes into play. Mm-hmm. And on the stock side, for, for those of you who don't know, all ma- major merger and acquisition strategies come from war strategies from countries. So this is why we are hammering this point home. Like, go study the top five wars, going back to that top five, and see what they did to win, you're gonna see a lot of similarities in Apple, Microsoft, Google, because these are effectively government bodies. Like Apple is worth more than some countries. So even going back to, to Microsoft, and you can debate whether Bill Gates is good or evil, right? So um, at the time, for those of you who don't know, Netscape was like the first internet browser, amazing access to World Wide Web for those of us who are old enough to remember that that was a thing. Um, Microsoft was an old operating system, was not cool. They had Spyglass, a company that made a browser for them. They licensed it from them. And this is a good point. Always get your money up front. So if you get screwed on the back end, you have something there. So they, they went into a royalty agreement with Spyglass and said for every person that uses Internet Explorer, you're going to get a royalty. Great. They built the thing. What did they do? 
They made it free in their operating system and scourged the earth. So they screwed Spyglass, put them out of business, tore apart Netscape and became bigger. Same with the Jamie Dimon saying, hey, we don't like Bitcoin. But the people with the biggest bag are going to adjust and find ways to be pirates of that. If you go study history, you will be able to see the strategy way ahead of time. And that's why for those of you that love crypto and you've been in early, when you see people in the mainstream start talking about it and try to act like they're thought leaders, I understand why you guys get pissed because they're doing this pirate strategy. I get it. Defend your territory at all costs. But if you go study the wars, you will know who the big players are going to be and who's going to emerge victorious. Yeah. Back in, speaking of the back end, shout out to Steve Harvey. I'll give one little snippet of our Please. One little snippet. He said that back my the back end money never comes. So he never, every deal that he worked out with TV and all that in the back end, never got paid. He said the only back end that ever worked out for him was in the book, book industry. He said the book industry is honest and you get paid in the back end. He said all these TV deals, movie deals, back end, that's like a fairy tale. They're gonna find out a way. They're gonna find a way to say it didn't make enough money, and this happened, and that happened. He said that back in. Okay, no, we gotta renegotiate. We see artists go through it all the time. Like shout out to yeah, no I'm gonna say it. Def oh. Jam push Chain's album harder. I don't know what uh, it feel like, and even with Ross, it feels like if some of these, and that's why Kanye did what he did. It feels like when it comes to the last album. They don't want to push to make you have to go somewhere else. I think if you pushed, they would stay. So that's probably one of the greatest business lessons. And even for those of you entrepreneurs like, yo, um, I won't charge up front. I'll just get my money on the back end. I told you my story. She owed me 80 grand. I helped her do the market. Like she had no alcohol in a liquor store and told me she couldn't pay me. What? Yeah. Get your money up front. One of the most powerful conversations ever recorded. Yeah, shout out to Steve. That's a classic. One of the most powerful conversations. Documentary, that please. No, no. I know you got to do the mainstream. That wasn't recorded was the conversation after. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That Jim Malone, though, will save yeah. some of y'all That's a fact. millions in heart, heartbreak, though. That's a fact. Yeah. That's a fact. Okay. What are three things that you would do in the market if you was brand new uh, to your investing or trading journey? Man, if I was in this market right now and I'm just... Let's say I started on the sidelines 2020 and I FOMO 2021, I kind of dabbled. What I wish I would have been told, um, so you guys heard this before, number one, invest in two stocks, know everything about them, invest in those long-term. Number two, for swing trading, I would use a 12-hour chart. Please write that down. And I want you guys to look over a 90-day cycle. Because now I'm going to tell you the truth. Technical analysis is good, but only if you know what the institutional levels are. So that's why I kept saying, hey, the crystal ball shine a little different because I got different access. And I know kudos to everyone at JP Morgan, Citadel and Guggenheim, because y'all keep saying I, I don't reveal who I hear you. Objection answered. <laughs> but when you're ma mapping out technical levels, you're like technical analysis isn't concrete. So if the price stops here at 55, it doesn't mean it can't bleed through. Every asset could go to zero. Just depends on what big players and what big whales have money sitting there. That determines if it, it'll drop further or not. But you get a better view with the 12-hour chart than you do a one-hour or a four-hour. Less moves, but the ones that you get are going to be amazing. And then number three, on a future side, I would do heavier contracts. So I've been telling everybody in Dream Team, 
I'm like, you have to practice trading heavy. The thing that I did love about Wall Street Bets and even some of you that did options last year, you were putting some big money up, especially in Wall Street Bets. Because if you hit a home run, and let's say you get 400%, and people will play these games a lot like, oh, well, Troy, Rashad, why you got you on here, man? I got 900%. I'm like, bro, you made 1400 bucks. <laughs> Can't do nothing with that. Like, when it's time to play, and it's the same with lifting, and I tell everybody in Dream Team this, practice lifting heavy first or trading heavy first because you can always go down in size. It's really hard to bench 135 then go up to 315. It's really hard to trade four contracts then go up to 50. But if you trade 33 or 50 and you get one or two big home runs, you can knock out 40, 80 grand, 150 grand, 200 grand in a month and be good off that one trade for a quarter or a year. And then that's how you can stack four or five trades and have an amazing year. It's less trades, heavier contract size, bigger targets. That, that's the blueprint. You can try and deviate it from all you want to. Oh, oh my God. Put him in the Zoomiverse. Oh, no, I thought he was in the Zoomiverse. The last thing you said was less trades, less contract size. Oh, less trades, more contracts. Contract size. And you're good. And I know some of you want to refute it and you're like, well, I can scalp and get shorter point. No one trades well if they trade frequently. Kathy proved it at scale has one of the best research teams, best at building thesis, right? It's only a certain amount of shots you can take before you start to give your edge back. That's what I, that's what I wish I was told. And that back-end strategy. Listen, <laughs> and, and y'all be complaining, hey, you charge a premium. I don't want to get screwed on the back, so I'm going to charge a lot of front. I'm going to be real. So I made some of y'all five, six hundred thousand dollars 2021. Y'all didn't never offer, hey, man, let me see you hundred grand off being solid for the culture. <laughs> Never happened. King, why you charge so much? Boy, I can't get a Fiji out of y'all sometime. Charge your worth. Charge your worth. Shout out to Steve Harvey. I can't wait to hear that. Yeah, that's classic. Classic conversation. Classic conversation. Well, ladies and gentlemen. Let my guy go get some rest. <laughs> another action pack. <laughs> another action pack. This actually just gave me a, some energy. Actually, going to market Mondays always reju rejuvenates me. Yeah, me too. Um, definitely enjoyable, an enjoyable part of my, my week. For sure. I always look forward to Market Mondays. And um, a lot of good information that, um, that was provided, as always. I think that it's important for people just to, you know, have patience, learn, and uh, yeah, understand that um, it's a long-term game. Can't stress that enough. It's a long-term game, no matter it's real estate. Ian's raising his hand. I have one final question. Can you give them a networking tip to maximize the time in London? Because I, I don't think we stress the business part enough. And since you guys do it so well, like what's one tip that you would give everyone to do in terms of how to network properly when they're at these events? You wanna go? Yeah, right. uh, I, well, I always say, you know, listen more than you talk. Listen more than you talk. That's extremely important and see how you can add value. So not even just to us, because I, to be completely honest with you about it, you're going to get more value out of people that live in London than you are out of us. Like you might get value out of meeting us and having a conversation with us, but the people that could really change your life are the people that actually is your neighbor that's looking for a business partner that you had. And that's really the reason why we do these networking events, because when you meet like-minded people, it opens up doors and it opens up opportunities. So as opposed to just walking up to somebody and say, Hey, look, this is what I do. I'm a graphic designer. Here's my card. Da, 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 da. That's getting thrown in the garbage. Say, what do you do? Listen to what they do. Say, okay, that's valuable. 
here, I, I can actually help in this regard. Da, 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 da. Oh, what do you do? Oh, well, I actually do graphic design. Oh yeah, da, da. like listen, see how you can add value first and then talk about what you do. That is extremely important. And then when you do talk about what you do, please actually be prepared. Nothing is worse than, you know, taking the time to hear somebody out. What do you do? And they're like, um, you know, I, I'm an author. Okay. What, what's your book? Don't have a book yet. Okay. What's your idea? Don't have an idea yet. Okay. What have you done previously? Haven't done anything previously yet. Not yet. <laughs> Whoa, you're, so not, you're not an author. So it's like, be prepared, be prepared, have your elevator pitch, but more importantly, be prepared to listen and add value. And that's just true, just in life in general. Always go, and we spoke to Nicole Lynn, who is an NFL, um, she was an NFL agent, now she's the head of Clutch Sports uh, for football. Um, and her whole thing was like, people hit her up all the time, like, I want to become an NFL agent, da, 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 da. It's like, you can only help so many people. How can you add value? If you can add value, then that's going to make it much more appealing for people to work with you. So that, that, that's my general advice when it comes to networking. Yeah, I tell them straight up, and it's kind of the same lines. Network across, right? Network across. Don't look up at 19 Keys and look up at NG the Morris guy and Tori Rashad and saying, like, I need to work with them or I need to add value to them. Like I said, there are going to be plenty of people that are in the room that it can change your life. And that's the other part is being in the room. Somebody's sitting there right now and like, I wonder if I should go. You think I should go? Now they, they may come back. Chances are, maybe we don't, maybe we will, but you gotta be in the room, right? I always, I say that at, at the end of every live performance we do, it's not about being in the right place at the right time. It's about being in the right place all the time. And so the more rooms that you get yourself in, the more places you network across, you're gonna build yourself a team. And yeah, maybe you can add value to us, but the chances are you definitely can add value to somebody in that room. And, and a lot of lives are changed these networking events. I'll give a real life situation. Shout out to my guy, Chris, who does TikTok. I will- yeah, Shout out Chris, love you dearly. Uh, I, I changed his life. I say this in a very humble way and I, I'm pretty sure that he'll, he'll agree with this. I needed somebody to do TikTok. When I met him, he said like, I could do your TikTok. Hired him to do TikTok. After that, Ian works with him, Wall Street Trapper works with him, NG the Mortgage Guy works with him, Ransom Jim's podcast works with him. He has a bunch of different people. When he told me how much money he's making, I'm not, I'm not going to say how much money he's making a month because I don't know if he wants that out there. But long story, yeah, don't do that. Yeah. he's 21 or 23 years old and he's making a, a lot of money on a monthly basis. That was because he came to the, to the networking event and he had something that was actually needed at that time, and even more importantly than that, he did a good job. He's consistent, and the most consistent. I'm gonna be real. I'm gonna cut you up, man. Chris, if I die, Chris will still put my TikToks up. That boy won't miss a day. Y'all want the key? There he go to Ransom Jim's part. Be consistent. I've never had to check on him, not one time. I I text him this weekend, bro. Tell me what you want as a bonus, boy. Please, reliability, assets, liabilities, you need reliability. Some and of y'all are not getting the bag you want to because you're not showing up. That's a good word. And, and I'll go even further. Um, trap, when Trap, because I think Trap met him and he was a little hesitant at first. He didn't know if he really needed a TikTok. And he had asked me, I said, I don't know what you're waiting for. Like, it's a no brainer. 
It's really a no-brainer. It's a no-brainer. You yep. need it. TikTok is only getting bigger, and this was during the summertime. It's not, it, it was big, but it's, it wasn't as obvious that you need TikTok as it is right now. I told him, like, yo, it's a no-brainer. It's a no-brainer. At least Same try with it Nikki. Nikki, chop up my clips. I ne and that's when y'all be like, hey, I can't reach you. I talked to Nikki on the phone one time in the last eight months. Never missed it. Never. Never. Shout out to Nikki. I'm like, I'm telling you, the cheat code is to be consistent as hell, reliable. I'm not going to say what the boy making, but some of y'all can easily make two, hmm. three hundred thousand, hundred thousand just showing up and helping and doing stuff. I, I swear. And he's so, going to scale. And so did you meet him at the networking event? No, I met him after, uh, after. No, no, no. I met him at the networking event, but we started after. After. And he just came out, hey, can, can I help you? But okay, so so either you, you have to make somebody money, save them time, or take stress out of their life. That's every business model. That's amazing. Doing both. I'm like, great. I'm like, what do you want? He told me the number. I was like, take that. Never. Give me a login. I do everything for you. Same with Amazon Prime. I don't even have to think. Great. I need lights. Troy, like, hey, I need you to get a Lumix. I need you to charge your battery, right? Plug it in. Right. Next day. I'm like, where I put it? Great. Reliability is so big, and most people miss the ball on that point. But if you do, and you you have some hustle, and you can make a lot of money. Chris, I know you don't want your information being out there. Oh. You're going to ask me. You don't promote you. You're like, oh, don't tell nobody. I'm like, yes, be quiet. But they talk too. But that's yeah. crazy though, because that, at that one, it was a networking event that we did in Atlanta. Mm -hmm. And that's another thing about being vocal. I I knew that we needed somebody to do TikTok. So I said it. I said, we need some, here's what we are looking for. Somebody to do TikTok. And he not only introduced himself to me, he met Trap, he met Ian, he probably met everybody, Matty yeah. J, he probably met everybody because everybody was there. Him 500, Alex, Matty J, Mr. Two Weeks Out, literally every single person in the space was there. Um, and I'm sure he probably did introduce himself to everybody. Everybody probably didn't end up working with him. Um, but- He said me 30 hours a week easily. Yeah, he was in the room. Be at the right place, right time, meet the right people, have a good product. He was in the room. Never know. Deliver. Never know. He took a few pictures. You never and know. I know. Everybody loves the online stuff. I'm telling you, as a marketer, we've been advertising before, in-person and offline advertising works way better, converts way higher because no one's doing it. So. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, so yeah, it's gonna be dope. Uh, get there. The flyers is on our website. You can go to earnyleach.com Thursday. And um, I will say this: it, it it will reach capacity level pretty quickly. I'm just letting you know that. So please get there early. I can't obviously. It's not one of these situations where it's like, yo, look out for me. I'm outside. I can't. It's all right. Instagram gonna be off. Phone gonna be off. <laughs> Mine too. Sorry, get there. If it's on, it's off. Sorry. Right, doors open at six o'clock. Get there at five fifty-eight. Get no. there at five fifty-eight. Get there four fifty-eight. You're too late. My five fifty-eight is too late. And this might not be an open situation where we I can come outside. Like I might not be able to come outside to greet everybody. And that doesn't mean that we don't love anybody. But it's just like I might not be able to make it out there. So I'm I'm five five. Please five. get there four fifty-eight. I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever owned it, I'm getting there early, please. I'm gonna post up at three. I'm cool. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. Yeah, and so. um, oh, and it's also my birthday Sunday. Speaking oh. of birthdays, speaking of birthdays, 
Speaking of birthdays, yes, it's his birthday Sunday. We y'all gonna see that. That yeah, yeah, yeah. See. But shout out to uh Janet. It was her yeah, birthday. Yeah. Janet, happy birthday. Happy, happy birthday, birthday Pisces, sister. Pisces season has Yeah, send me a cash out too. Yeah. Pisces season has begun. Shout out to Janet. She's enjoying She's herself somewhere. I hope. Extremely valuable, <laughs> extremely valuable member of the in another one. She was part of Janet's story. She was a member, she was an earner. She paid money. So this is this is a good story to tell too before we leave. Janet was working at Fidelity, making a nice amount of money. Um, and she paid money to become an earner to be in EYL University. She didn't get a discount. Mm -hmm. She paid money. And when she was in EYL University, she was adding so much value in our Facebook group for free. She wasn't, she didn't ask for a job. She wasn't on stipend. She was actually paying and still adding value. She added so much value that her name just started to just rise up the ranks. Like, oh, who is this person? Like she's doing everything. She's doing book clubs. She's doing all kinds of stuff. That's what, I mean, that's where she came from. Like she was in a box in the book club, 27 people in March of 2020 inside of there and just saw that what we were doing and just said, let me help. Literally just said, let me help. Sent emails. Here's how we can get better. Here's how we can get better. When she kept saying we, I was like, look, this is this is somebody who's going to be valuable. Don't ask and for just nothing. Kept adding. That's, that's the best part. Just don't, kept adding. Just don't ask for nothing. MG the mortgage guy, I'll tell his story too. Like, yeah, same, just don't yes. ask for nothing. And after a while, when we, we realized that we needed help, obviously she was the first person that we hired, took away from Fidelity, paid her more money than Fidelity. Now she's a Market Mondays contributor. She's on vacation in Hawaii for her birthday. You're that queen. You it just it. all comes from not asking for nothing. MG the Mortgage Guy, another thing. MG the Mortgage Guy reached out to me when he had 3,000 followers on Instagram and never asked to get on the podcast, said, look, I'm a mortgage broker in New York. How can I get you clients? That's when I was a financial advisor. What can I do to get you clients? Met with him. He, he, had a, uh, he shot some content with me, interviewed me. He had a seminar. He asked me to come speak at his seminar. How can I introduce you to this person? Never asked for nothing, like you know what I'm saying? And now, you know, the relationship is what it is. It's self-explanatory what it is, but it's just like- Shout out to MG. You gotta be yeah, a man. person to just provide value and not ask for nothing. And if I can play devil's advocate, cause I know someone gonna say, that sounds good cause y'all are where you are. <laughs> the nice. more seeds you plant. So every idea that you do and help, you can put that same idea in your business. So the same way Janet was adding value there, same with P, same with Diamond Dream Team. They just helped first and I brought them along. You can take those same ideas and put them in your business. And if you do that, but life is all about giving. Like the more seeds you plant, the better things are going to go. And I know some of you, you know, even those you don't like me. I don't know many who give as much information at scale that works and be like ahead of the curve. So you have to give more to receive. And then it opens up a lot of doors for you. Like, I promise you, I, I used to be one of those people like 12 years ago, like, I don't want to give all my ideas away. Better to give than to keep them. It's like being a rapper. Like if you had a best mixtape ever and nobody hears it, what good is it? You got to put your seeds and your efforts out into the world to let them grow. Plant seeds. The name of the game. That's the name of the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, folks, it's been real. Birthday Sunday, what? And I saw you, I saw you saw with the Burberry. We, we, what are we doing? Bottle Wars, what are we doing? Uh, I'm glad you said that. Um, so we, so Tape, Tape London is where we're going to have the uh, networking event. So Tape, and shout out to Jamal, he actually connected this. That's actually the number one club in London. So they actually have a Sunday party where like all the football, soccer players come out, 
all of the, the, the rappers. It's like the number one, it's like, think of Live On Sunday, but in London. So being that we're doing the networking event there, it makes perfect sense that we will be there. So Sunday, come out and- Run you, it back. Yeah, come out and party. Um, Sunday's a party though, so that's a different- well, What time are we gonna start it? <laughs> how, how much Pedialyte I need? <laughs> <laughs> a lot, <laughs> a lot. But, uh, but uh, yeah, so yeah, it's gonna be a good vibe, man. A few other things, we'll, we'll talk to you when you get here. Yeah. We might, we might do a few other things um, yeah. too. Let's go keep your phone near you. <laughs> Yo, shout out to the Red Panda family. Shout out to the earners. We wanted to let y'all know really quickly about a great choice if you're looking to bank or invest. Our good friends at Ally are the leading digital financial service company with passionate customer service, innovative financial solutions, and are relentlessly focused on doing it right, both customers and communities. All right, so get with Ally so you can save, invest, and spend on things that matter most to you for everything we need. We're all better off than an Ally. Shout and out to the folks at Ally. Shout out to Ally. And speaking of Ally, we got another thing that we're going to be doing with them very, very soon. I'll probably, we'll probably announce it this week. We was going to announce it today, but it's not, we got still had to work out a few things, but yeah, this week up the bar again, major stage. The thing down, yeah. Major event, yeah. major, you know, news coverage, major. So we just got a breaking news alert right before we came on. You saw it? I don't know. You yeah, probably yeah. didn't see it. You saw it? You saw it? Saw it? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Another one. Change the game again, right? Like we haven't already. Another one. <laughs> ah, ladies and gentlemen, Market Mondays. Tomorrow, Bounty J Killer. A Shout out to Jamaica. all the Jamaicans all over the world. There's a lot of Jamaicans in the UK. There's a lot of Jamaicans in Canada. We talk about Canada. Of course, America, New York City, Jamaica. Jamaicans live for Dope, Canada. dope episode. International episode. International vibes taking podcasting to places it has never been before um, and raising the bar. And then Wednesday, we're back for our YouTube live with the good brother, Julian Gordon. We're going to go over the blueprint for multifamily real estate investing, everything that you need to know, all the questions that you guys have. We're going to be answering that and give you the step-by-step -step blueprint. That's open enrollment, EYL mm -hmm. University open enrollment. So don't miss that. That's on our YouTube channel. And yeah. follow us on TikTok. Follow us on YouTube, EYL University YouTube channel. And book club this Sunday, uh, Powernomics. Uh, I think it's the second part of Powernomics, so make sure y'all there. Yes, ladies and gentlemen. Love y'all, follow me on TikTok, IG, even though IG's a rabbit hole of... <laughs> go check out my episode. Shout out to the good people at Charlemagne Show, Guys on the Truth, Paramount Plus, go stream it. All that, shout out to the staff there of y'all. 2022 gonna be amazing. Shout out yeah. to Charlemagne. Oh. Shout out to our brother Spanks. It was his birthday too. Oh, yeah. His Spanx. birthday? Oh, yeah. When's birthday? Uh, the 20th, yesterday. Damn, I forgot. Shout out to Spanks, man. Nah, bro. I got y'all. I, I got us. I got us, bro. Um, Pisces, we know how we do. Love is love. All right, y'all. Be easy. Be safe. Tap in. Tap in. Really tap in with your people, y'all. I know yeah. we say it, but I want y'all to really do it. Text, call, leave a voice note. Just tap in with your people, let you know that you care about them. Can y'all please do that? Do that, please. Thank you. God bless y'all. We'll see y'all. I can't wait to get over across the pond. Y'all yeah. keep me some swing. <laughs> Shout out to the, to the East London. Y'all come hang out. I jump. the trenches. Peace. Peace. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. 
From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step -step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite.